Welcome to The Confidence Project. My name is Liam and I have made it my mission to skyrocket your confidence across body, mind and everything in between. I want this podcast to inspire you so that you have the self-belief and motivation to become the best version of yourself. Thank you so much for listening and embarking on what's going to be an incredible journey for the both of us. Let's take you from where you are now to where you want to be. And team, just like that, we should be in. So, how are we all doing? I am super excited for another confidence call, another Zoom call, seeing some lovely faces. Um, this is the last one of the year. And the aim of today is for the four of us, there's four in this chat, just to have an open conversation about how we can actually forecast the very best December possible. Um, we know it's a tricky month for people. We know that December comes with Christmas dues, uh, cold weather, dark nights, all the temptations, everything from a box of celebrations, all the way through to the Terry's Chocolate Orange and everything you'll find limited edition in every shop possible. It can be tricky, um, but we're going to keep this one short and sweet and we're going to keep this actually laser focused on the task at hand and we're actually going to forecast what is going to be a successful December for us and one that we can be proud of come January and say, you know what, we've finished the year super strong. So the first thing I want everyone to do, guys, is to actually take this um, mindset of zooming right out um, and thinking about actually what is the month of December. So the first thing I'm going to ask you is what is a successful December to you? And again, shout at me, use the chat box. I'll read them out by all means, but don't get too, too bogged down in all things health and fitness. Simply, what is a successful December to you? No heartburn. It's a good start, Don. It's a good start. No heartburn needed here over December. One way you have undone the good work. Other way around, Neil. We keep up the hard work. Absolutely. Haven't. Just a typo. Just a typo. That's technology for you, that. No one likes technology. But, you know, what is a successful December? Is it just to enjoy it with family, friends? Is it to not be derailed at all and you've tracked calories from day one to day 31? Is it to actually care less in December and take your foot off the gas? Is it actually we've fallen victim into the cold month in November and now we want to apply pressure on the gas and go smash it? Like, what is it going to be to you? This is not a rhetorical question, by the way. I will sit here in silence all day and wait for an answer if we have to. I was just going to say, I suppose it's a mixture of everything. It's to enjoy it, isn't it, but not go stupidly silly. At the end of the day, we all put a lot of hard work in, don't we? You know, and, and you've got to, like, enjoy a little bit, of, otherwise it makes it a, a harder challenge as well. You said it. You, you absolutely said it there. You know, you've, you've got to enjoy it. We can't ignore the everything that comes with it, you know, the Terry's chocolate oranges, all that jazz. It, it's going to be there. It's not going anywhere. And unfortunately, or fortunately, it's coming back every single year, isn't it? And it's just, well, we ride this wave, you know, and we and we enjoy it for what it is. Of course, Lindsay, we've said to be consistent and be sensible. And again, these are all great words. And it's actually what that means to you. That doesn't mean to me. What that means to me might be completely different what that means to you. Um, and you can look at your diet, your gym regime, your step count, your hours of sleep, your water intake, all you want, but actually it is accept that it's going to sort of maybe change in December and it's just what can you be happy with. So that's the first thing I would say and almost this first layer of the onion is the thing I really want you to consider in order to have a good December is what's a successful December. 
And that's just maybe one to think about as the month goes on, or especially in the first week, you know, how can we actually say December is going to look good for us? Now, one thing I like to do is actually traffic like my days, weeks, months, year almost into your classic red, amber, green. Now, of course, green in terms of health, fitness, all that jazz is going to be, you know, good food. It's going to be working out consistently. I've seen the word consistently on the chat box. There. I think that's a great word for it all. You know, it's showing up and doing the do and it's ticking the right boxes that ultimately make me tick and give me the success. Amber, of course, is maybe hit and miss, inconsistency, uh, showing up sometimes. And of course, your red is a complete write-off. Now, I want you to focus on that red for a minute. And question number two is how many red days are there going to be for you in December? And just while you're sort of weighing that up again, that's whatever a red day is to you. So for me, a red day would be not tracking calories. We don't have to track calories, by the way, but it's a good tool for me. So it's not tracking calories. It is just about every sugary, fatty food you can think of from 6 a.m. to midnight on Boxing Day. You know, we're going to go whole hog. It's chocolate for breakfast. It's a little bit of cereal, more chocolate. We might even have a full English. We're then going to have a full, a full Christmas dinner early after, mid after. And then we're going to open all selection boxes and it's going to be chocolate and protein, long story short. That is, albeit a very enjoyable day, a red day. You know, I would forecast that as one red day. I might then be thinking to Boxing Day and thinking, well, leftovers, I'm not going to track calories. I'm not bothered about it. Same again. And as, as you sort of identify the months, months, the days that goes on throughout December, you might pick out five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever it's going to be. Christmas do's, we've got our own Christmas do coming up Saturday. That might be a red for some of you. You might take the whole day. But just in the chat box, I'll just shout out, just shout out to me a rough number um, of how many red days there will potentially be. It's only a rough guess. We can't forecast it too much. Um, Lindsay, I just bought cheese. will be Christmas Day and Boxing Day, working the rest. So props can work around the red and you've, you've beaten me to the punchline almost there, which is amazing. Dawn, three red lights that I know of. Just the one meal, and I assume that's going to be Christmas Day, um, which is great. And I, and I really like where this is going, actually. I was expecting like 10, 14, two weeks, 20 plus. Uh, one, two, and three. If you can have one, two, or three red days throughout December, my God, I'm going to eat this hat. That would be amazing. Um, that's some doing. December is such a hard month to combat. And if you can almost forecast that, then huge. And we've just seen here, Lindsay, I've given up booze. That's huge. Um, we know that alcohol plays such a big role in, in this weight loss and everything like that. And that's here for us all to see, by the way, Lindsay, now. So I'm going to hold you to this because this is good. Um, and like I say, you know, you're going to do that for your own reasons or whatever, but that could be a real big facilitator in, in your health and fitness for sure. But the point I'm really trying to make is we always say that we want to be consistently good, not occasionally great. And actually, Lindsay, we had this conversation not too long ago. And I think that's really important we get our head around that actually one bad day, two bad days, three bad days a week does not reflect the habits that we've created since day one. So think about actually when you started your whole health and fitness journey, whether that's in the confidence project, whether that's years ago, you know, one bad day, that is not even the smallest dent in anything really. Um, but it's then how we deal with it on the back of that and how we can almost appreciate the foods that we've eaten, the times that we've had, the social occasions, and simply draw a line. Now, if we had to look at this consistently good idea and philosophy, I think, and shoot me down if I'm wrong, we've all heard of the 80-20 rule. And it's this idea of 80% of the time we can be on it, 
quite good, green days, if you will. And 20% of the time, we've got that flexibility for the red days, for the for the chill outs, the rest days, that they're not really caring, they're not really bothering too much. And it comes with push and pull. If you are only having one, two, three red days out of 31 in December, that's better than consistently good. That's bloody well amazing, I'd say. And I think you can then go into January with a serious amount of fuel and excitement, knowing that if you can combat what could well be the toughest month, then you're on to an absolute huge winner. So just chuck in the chat box, the number that you've said, is that realistic for you? On the back of that, do you feel like, yeah, you know what? I can just have that one day, that one day. And if you can, actually, just give a little bit of context to that. What does that red day look like? Because I'm going to come to this next, but... That red day that you forecast in December, the one, two, three red days that we've got in this chat, what does that entail? What does that look like? What sort of foods are we seeing? Um, what habits are, are we doing or not doing? How's it going to look? Give a little bit of context to the red days. And actually, is it realistic you can commit to that? And again, I'm not holding anyone um, absolute to this, you know, all the way to the... Teenth, there is going to be wheel room as we go through December, of course it is. Um, but, you know, how's it going to look? Are we going full shebang? Christmas lunch and a buffet tea? Of course it is. I like it. Is that at home, Neil? Is it a what, sorry? But is that at home, mate? Is that something you're doing at home? Yeah. Dawn? Christmas Day curry meal, hard to count. Curries are a bugger. How, how can you count the oil, the cream that they put in it? But again, it is what it is. Boxing Day races, New Year Day family, amazing. You know, that's three days that you forecast that we can enjoy, that we can chill out, and, and we don't have to worry too much about it. Um, so my next question is, how red are these red days? So hear me out here because I'm hoping this changes your perspective. Your Christmas dinner, classic meal, is going to include what? A source of protein, turkey, most likely, but you may have something else, of course. Um, roast potatoes, you know, an abundance of vegetables. Um, all right, a little bit of cranberry sauce, gravy. It, it's a fancy Sunday dinner, isn't it? That is not a bad meal. I think we think about bad meals as KFC, McDonald's, the greasy takeaways. A Christmas dinner is not a bad meal, really. So first things first, well, you could look at that and appreciate the nutrition value in it. You don't have to feel guilty for your Christmas dinner. And I want that to be one big weight lifted off your shoulders. And the same goes for your curry, really, Don. Like, go enjoy it. Go smash it, by all means. But realistically, it's a bit of chicken and rice in some sauce. It's not really going to hurt anyone. It's not going to be the end of the world. So... People go into December and their food specifically with the mindset of, well, I've knacked it now, so I'll start again in January. Don't need to be any of that. So the red days that you've actually forecast, let's say that you've picked out three meals on that day. Like, let's say you have a breakfast, a lunch, and a dinner, and however it spins. How many of those meals are actually red? Are we just thinking one of them, two, all three? Like I've said, I fully accept that on Christmas Day, I wake up, and I'll have a bit of chocolate for breakfast. I'll have, you know, my Christmas dinner and I'll have chocolate for dessert. That's how it's going to go down. It's gone down like that for the last 27 years and it will continue to do so. I like chocolate. Sue me. What are you going to do about it? But realistically, a lot of people might wake up and they might have like, I don't know, eggs on toast. Whatever you're going to have. But 
again, your meals aren't going to be that bad. They're not going to be that bad. And, the, and you know, that those three red days, worst case scenario, like we said in this chat, they're not actually going to be that red. So that's the first thing I want you to almost like clear your mind with. Um, but just going to the chat box, Lindsay, I should be able to, as I said, working, but Christmas is eat what I want. Brandy, cream, you name it, chocolate, etc., cheese and biscuits. Boxing Day will be buffet and convenience food. Always, isn't it? It's, it's the Iceland freezers have been raided and it's bang it in the oven and, and we're having all that good stuff. So I'm all behind you there. That's, that's exactly how we're doing it. Two red meals, really, Neil. Absolutely fine. It's Again, it's not that bad. And of course, Dawn, we're back on the cheese board. So again, start thinking about the meals that we're actually having, the nutritional value in it. It's probably not going to be that bad, unless you're me, and it's just a ton of sugar. Um, and I'll, I'll be crashed by the 27th, and you won't hear from me till the new year. But I'm looking forward to it. And straight away, my relationship with food and the exercise, or lack of, I can I can manipulate as, as much as I want, really. So going to these meals this December, knowing that, you know, shit hasn't hit the fan and we're going to be all right. That's the main thing we'd always want to say in December. Now, the food is obviously your hot topic. But on the flip side of that, just let me know, guys, what does your Christmas day or we'll throw a Christmas Eve boxing day look like? Just throw it in the chat box because whilst you're thinking about it, and again, it might change every year, I'll tell you mine, like I won't train in the gym for a start, but what I will do is I'll go for a dog walk. We might go get some steps in. So like my step count's going to be there. I'm going to be hydrated, albeit there might be a few sort of Baileys in there, whatever. But, you know, I'm going to drink water. You know, there's a lot of salt in all those meats. Like I am going to have a couple of pints of water throughout the day. I hope that was a reminder for you, Lindsay, to drink water, by the way. Now we've seen that. Um, but, you know, the point is on the flip side of the whole food things, how are the other metrics that we would track looking like? Is, are you going to get steps in? Are you going to be running around the kitchen like a lunatic? Um, you know, I'd imagine you'd burn a few calories. So just give me a shout, guys. Actually, in terms of exercise, how does your Christmas day look? Is it non-existent? Or score it on a scale of 1 to 10 if you're struggling. Yeah, mega dawn. Christmas Eve walks around my mum. We used to go to get some holly, so I carried this on. Huge. So step counts on the up straight away. Definitely. And you've almost said Christmas Eve there, which, again... Like your forecast, what I'm going to say here. Christmas Day is usually bad exercise-wise. Neil, you've been exercising since day one, since I've known you. I wouldn't worry about that. You know, that's going to be absolutely fine. A rest day is good. We use rest days to our advantage. We refuel. You know, we, we look at the... Often we get hooked on the physical side of things, but we've got to look at it from a social, emotional, mental well-being side of things. Like, we can't worry about lack of exercise at all. Lindsay... Driving around, cooking, probs a walk. Oliver's not home until Boxing Day. So, again, it's almost like a bit of a, a normal-ish day, really, isn't it? You know, if we're driving around, we drive around to work, we cook. We probs a little walk. Like, we haven't gone off track. None of this, have we've gone a million miles away from what we know. And actually, I'm hoping that if you do feel like you've gone on a completely different path, that you haven't, like, the dots have connected for us quite nicely here, you know, we can still move, we can still eat reasonably well. By no means do we have to sacrifice our Christmas just for the sake of trying to track your calories or hitting that gym PB. Who cares? It's Christmas. And some people might not even be bothered about Christmas. It seems like everyone in this chat, this call, is quite set on having a great Christmas and, and quite, you know, the Christmas spirit to a degree, which is always nice. So it's a nice time of year. And that's the first thing I'd say is just enjoy it for what it is. Um, and also that's another great point Neil your Christmas lunch not massive portions you might not eat loads 
And you've also got to remember to, to put a pound of fat on, we've got to be in a surplus of 3,500 calories. So that's what you'd normally eat plus a large Domino's pizza. You would have to do some serious damage in one day to put on five pounds. Do you know what I mean? Like, and the chances are then it's just water weight. Like, it, it's not going to be that bad. It's not going to be that bad. So I think we're all really pleased with your transparency. And actually, just you putting what you've put in the chat should really help you be like, actually, you know what? It's not going to be too bad. Now, we've mentioned here, I think it was Neil mentioned, or sorry, Don, one of you mentioned Christmas Eve. And again, we look at the day of Christmas and we think, you know, it could well be a write-off. And like we've said, it doesn't need to be. But actually, can we plan pre and post Christmas? So this is where we actually take our attention away from our red days, our one, two, three red days that we're going to potentially have. And how do we make the greens hyper green? And how do we make the ambers green? Do you see where I'm going with this? So if we've said that actually 28 days of our December are going to be better than red, what are they going to look like? What can you do to go the extra mile? And I'm just going to give you a minute or so. Just blink down in the chat one to three things that you can do to actually make those green days green. Like a classic example is we've got a lot of school teachers in our group. Like they should be staying on routine realistically, or you'd like to think so, until school breaks up. And it's just keeping this routine. Now, obviously, we don't have any school teachers in here, but if you can stick to these routines that you're going to keep having and keep implementing, then that is going to be a huge game changer for you. Uh, Lindsay, yes, try not to eat for the sake of eating. It is difficult at Christmas um, because you buy more than you need. You, you, you assume 5,000 are coming around and, and you're just going to sit and eat all day because you can, can't you? And again, it's how do you actually turn that from guilt and frustration and regret and starting in January to actually... If that's your plan from 3 p.m. onwards, then how do we make, can you go to the gym in the morning? Can you go for a walk in the morning? Can you just cut back slightly or make higher protein choices in the morning? It's everything that would be green, every like little detail. How can you just edge them into your potentially red days? Neil, eat normal foods pre and post Christmas. Exactly that. Like again, like I know we, we like tracking calories. That could be something that we could do. Um, and we look after it. We're speaking about averages. We could average that out. So, you know, for throughout December, I mean, this might not be that feasible, but you could not back 100 calories a day. And straight away, you've, you've banked 3,000 calories by the end of the month. You know, there, there could be anything like that. But the big thing is, um, obviously, like you've said here, Dawn, sticking to a routine. If you can have a routine for as long as possible throughout December, and that might be broken, Monday, you might have a routine. Tuesday, it might go out the window. Wednesday, it might go out the window. But Thursday, you just pick it back up. You draw that line underneath it. You sorted. No problem there at all. And of course, Neil, you said make a plan of meals. Great. Like, that can be huge for you as well. Because if you know what you're going to eat, then you are less likely to go off track. I'm not saying you're not going to go off track. But if you have forecast what you're going to have, then you are less likely to do it. And the one thing I'd say is about going back to the exercise side of things. If you can exercise on the on the redder days, let's say, or the days where the, you know you're potentially forecasting them to not be as good, then you're potentially going to go into this with a mindset of, well, if I've exercised, then I'm not going to ruin it. And you hear that quite often. And I quite like that because it does help you stay on track. December's really hard to do that. But just know that you've almost earned the right to eat what you want, do what you want, chill out get a whopping step count of five all afternoon. It doesn't matter if you sit on the sofa and do nothing. But if you've actually just woken up and 
gone for that walk and yeah, it's raining, yeah, it's dark, but you've gone out with the family, it's snowing, have a snowball fight, like just move. Any activity is going to be good. But if you stay stuck on that living room sofa all day doing nothing, um, assuming you're not cooking, of course, watching films, eating chocolate, and that's worst case scenario, then that's only going to be one day. If you can work around that, even on the day, the hours before, the hours after, to me, you've won your December. You have not had a bad December. We speak about everything in balance and everything in moderation. To me, that is balanced. Yes, it might be quite extreme, and I'd put money on just about every man and his dog come in January that will use the words back on it. But I don't want you to use that term. I want you to back to it. Not back on it. You haven't, you haven't gone anywhere. You haven't gone off it. It's right. Just back to it now. So the, 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 you know, the line in the sand that you've drawn, whether that's after a day, after a week in my case, I know I'm away from sort of Christmas Day to the third. I know that I'll probably train, I'll have to train at home. Um, what I might train four times, just little 20 minutes, press-ups, I don't know, whatever, something like that. You know, anything. But my food's not going to be brilliant. I'm, I'm not bothered because I, I know that I've worked hard all year. What's a week? How many red weeks do we have? Never mind red days. New year, new me. Bollocks to that. How many times do we have that? New year, new me. You haven't got anywhere. It's the same person. And like we said, we need you exactly as you are today. Exactly as you are. We need you guys to have your cheese boards, have your chocolates, have your cheesecakes. Go into because that's what that's you. That's what you enjoy. And if you don't, don't. But I never like for anyone to come in and be like, oh, I can't eat this or I can't do it. You do what makes you happy. And ultimately, Christmas time is a time where you can celebrate your year. You look back at the last 11, 12 months and you think, you know what? I've smashed it. I've earned it. And food's food. It's meant to be enjoyed. Are you really going to sit there with some Brussels sprouts and some dried turkey on your Christmas plate? No, not a chance. I want to see all trimmings. I want to see it, you know, finding yourselves up, just enjoying it and just using it to your advantage to appreciate what you've actually done this year and, and, almost sit down with a bit of a smile on your face on that Christmas dinner or whenever and just be like, yeah, you know what? What a year I've had. And of course, Neil, you can eat all the flumps, all of them. No pressure there. You'll smash them. You'll be good. Um, but I've sort of like gone off on a bit of a waffle there, but actually my fifth and final point I want to make of this is, is a bad day really that bad? And I know I've touched on it, but it, it's not, is it? Like we said, 3,500 calories represents one pound of fat. So let's just say that you've had 7,000 calories, right, extra on Christmas Day, which, you know, to put it in perspective, it's an awful lot of food that it's two pounds. Without being too graphic, you could go to the toilet and lose two pounds. It's not going to be a lot. It'll go like that. That one day, that one meal, it does not reflect you, what you've done, what you've achieved. It... You know, it, we just draw a line. So I think that's something to bear in mind. Um, Neil, you can eat anything, but can choose what you eat. Of course, you're actually choices. And Christmas aside, that's always going to be the case. Regardless of circumstances, you are always in control. Always. Always in control of what you eat. Whether you're away on holiday, whether you're at home, whether you're setting a routine, whether Sue's brought a load of fish and chips for everyone to eat in the office, you are in control of what you put in your gob hands down and that is going to be the thing that gets you from A to B it's being consistent it's the ability to set boundaries now at Christmas now December we know that they are going to be tested that little bit more and sometimes we're going to have to give in to them and we might have to go one step back to go two steps forward but you are in control you're right and it's 
it's how much willpower and it's, it's, and it's the relationship that you have with your food and yourself that will ultimately take you through that. But again, worst, worst, worst case scenario, 31 red days in December, which, you know, it's not really going to happen, but 31 red days, imagine it. Does that reflect your 11 months that you've had that have been brilliant? I know everyone sat in here has been amazing for 11 months. I'm not saying go right off in December, but what I am saying is, it, is it really that bad? No, probably not. And do you know what? You can only eat so much before you feel crap. Go eat 20,000 calories. I challenge you. You'd feel horrendous. It, it's not realistically going to happen. You know, think how many flumps you'd have to eat for that. It, it's going to be a struggle. So, again, you have the ability to draw a line under it um, because that doesn't reflect your performance, that one meal. It doesn't reflect, you know, how you look, you know. It'll probably reflect how you feel, and that's about it. And you're going to feel a bit proggy if you overshoot it. But December can just be a time to be enjoyed. Um and I think ultimately it's 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 looking back at your month with almost a new lens of, you know what, let's say we've used that physical sort of driver, right? Summertime, physical, physically, you know what, I'm gonna smash it here. I'm gonna have to really sort of focus on my calories and all that. But we'd say the physical part is just one small piece of the puzzle. Like, how have you been socially? As soon as these social events come, can you be present with your friends and family? What kind of a life is it to live? Living in gym 10 times a week, not seeing anyone saying boo to a goose wouldn't happen. Mentally, how are you doing? Actually, if we took away everything you enjoyed, then what kind of a life is that to live? What's life without white chocolate in my case? It's, it's not worth living, I tell you that. I won't want to be on that planet. But, you know, it, whatever it is, and the point is, you're going to have to wear different hats at times, and, and the goal's always going to change. Like I said, come January, all three of you in this chat are going to be looking at signing up to a high rocks in October. The goal changes then. If you're sat sedentary through, you know, September and August and not doing any running, then you're probably going to struggle at high rocks. But if the goal is actually just to enjoy December, do what you want. Enjoy it. We, we know where to push and pull. Stop swearing. Who's that for, Dawn? At you. behave yourself behave yourself it's all in moderation I'll, I'll pass that on to Lucy and Nahid they're your real troublemakers but I hope you see where this is going oh High Rocks High Rocks thought I am I ain't Efton Jeff have I Marathon next on as well Marathon that'll be it that's swearing for you that's real to you me. actually want me to come in morning do this well, 5k run <laughs> You think you signed up to a 5k, Dom, but we'll, yeah, we'll see what happens. You're going to run to work and back. That's what we're going to do. We'll see <laughs> what happens. We'll be fine. But do you know what? Like, the, you know, just touch on that as a bit of a bonus point. Like, having the um, events in your head and almost these drivers of what's going to pull us through, something like High Rocks, you, your tough mudders, your runs that you might sign up to. Any, any any incentive out of that, you know, you might you might have booked a holiday in July. Whatever it's going to be, you know, you focus on that as and when it comes, and that can be in the back of your mind. Um, and it, you're just going to be in a position where actually you can enjoy December because you know later down the line you're going to push through. But I digress. So, team, I tried to keep this about half an hour-ish. We haven't done bad. But on the back of that, I'd love to know two things 
just to finish it off, just to wrap up, I think actually I've done a lot of sort of almost a bit of a rant really today, but we've got something out of it and hopefully you guys in the chat box can reflect on that. A, in December, what is your best advice to somebody who wants to stay on track? And B, what has been your biggest takeaway from this Monday evening? So A, what has been or what is your best advice to somebody who wants to stay on track in December? And B, what has been your biggest takeaway? And I think this is something we want to hold you to on both accounts, really. So again, I'll give you 60 seconds. Just put something in the chat box or shout it out if you want. Um, but definitely put something down. You deserve to. You deserve to have an amazing December with the hard work that you've put in, uh, both in and out of the gym. We know, you know, from a from a job aspect, you know, we, we've, you know, come into, you know, new ventures. Some of us achieve new things. It's been amazing to see. Uh, Neil, uh, think of every day as a usual day. You're absolutely right. Every day is a new day. It's just another day on the calendar. I, I absolutely agree with that. Of course it is. Uh, Lindsay, we've got a plan. That would be your best advice to somebody. And I hope you feel quite inspired. And, but you know what? Like you being here should have inspired yourself. Like this is one step forward towards you being a better you. You giving up the time to listen to me talk a lot of X, Y, and Z. But actually, this isn't about me. It's about you thinking about what needs to happen in December. You know, what do I need to do? How can I put, you know, the pieces of the puzzle together so that I have a great December and actually finish the year super strong? Um, because, you know, later down the line, we are going to review your year and be like, remember the year that you had? What a journey it's been. Are you going to write it out all upset because you've had a Terry's chocolate orange? No, we're not. We're going to enjoy that. And, you know, I hope you're going to sit there with a the Bailey's hot chocolate and fill that in and be like, yeah, look at my year. It's been huge. Um, don't, if you want something and just have a little bit, don't staff. You're right. It's all in moderation, isn't it? it you know, it's, 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 the, it's the little bits. It's the... It's the things that will keep you ticking over. You know, I would always give into a craving because ultimately, if not that that void that needs filling doesn't get filled, and as a result, then we struggle more and more, and then and then we crash and burn. So I would always be, you know, have a little bit of that. I, I tend to have chocolate four times a week, as an example. You know, just a little bit. You know, keep you ticking over. Put it in my porridge, whatever. Um, but yeah, Lindsay, part of me getting back to it, leaning in. It's a great shout. Good for you. Something to be super, super, super proud of there. You deserve it. You are a piece of uh, pivotal furniture in the Confidence Project living room, I would say. Um, and we need you all to look after yourselves in every respect, way, shape and form. And we are here for one another to stand next to each other through the highs and lows, of course. And we know that December can be so tricky, but, you know, you back yourself all the way. Um, and Neil, just to wrap it up, good advice. It's when it becomes the norm. you said it, my friend. So, team, short and sweet-ish. Ish, I don't think I ever do that, but we haven't done bad uh, in comparison for a Monday evening. So, I always appreciate you being here. I appreciate you giving up your time, your effort, your energy. Um, hopefully, you've got something out of this, definitely. Um, but most importantly, hopefully, you can go into your December knowing that you can obviously back yourself to make the right decisions that suit you for a successful December. Love you lots. Enjoy your Monday evening. Take care. I'll see you when I see you.